When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. there and welcome to the Adoption Chronicles. I'm Michael Shepherd and today on Chronicles you're, we're talking with Nicole Cope and she's here to tell us about her adoption story. Welcome to the show Nicole. Hi Mick, thanks for having me. My pleasure, welcome aboard. Thank you. So tell us about your story, where does it start? Mm, okay, um, so I was a Adopted in 72 and I was born at the Mater Hospital at North Sydney Mm -hmm. and um, I was adopted um, by Nola and Peter and they were from Wagga so they travelled all the way up and um, collected me and um, yeah and I've had I had a fabulous upbringing yep um, consider, always considered them as my mum and dad. Yes. So did they tell and you early on that you were adopted? Yes, they did. They made it like a part of their little story and they had little books that they would read um, to me. Uh, my sister is also adopted. Yep. She's um, a few years younger than me. And, uh, yeah, so, yes, it was always something that I knew. Cool. So when you're a kid, I guess when our imagination is at its strongest, did you have any uh, fantasies like sliding door type, I guess, scenarios that played out in your mind where you thought, oh, I wonder what would happen if I wasn't adopted and I was with my birth family? Not that we had those terms back in when we were kids, but did you have any... Stories like that? Um, I did always want... The, the, the weirdest thing I had was I'd never liked to be left alone. Right. Um, so if 
like I remember being babysat by um, some my dad's grandparents who were living in Sydney, so I didn't see them an awful lot. Yep. So I used to be terribly distressed when they left. Yeah. If I I just always had these things like, you know, would go to the shops and um, I'd be on the ride outside the shops. I don't know if you remember those yeah. old rides that used to yeah. put 20 cents in. Mm-hmm. And and mum would be in the store and I would, as soon as the, the ride was finished, I wanted to get in there um, and be with her because I was like, I don't know why, but I was like, what if she left? And this is more or less before I understood my adoption story. Like, even though it was part of, they had talked about it, I don't think I really understood it until Mm. I was about seven. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, but regarding um, sliding doors, no, I suppose I probably would have like, what if that person's, well, mm. if I look a bit like them, what if that person's my, my birth mother or what if this person yeah. is? <laughs> um, um, but um, not like I wonder what my life would be like so much. I yep. think I was um, pretty happy yeah. about in that. Yep. Cool. So I guess moving further into, uh, I guess, your teenage years, the laws in New South Wales changed, I reckon, have been when you were 18 or 19 i reckon because i'm a 72 baby myself so oh yeah and the the questions i guess in my mind started to play out well the ability for people to find each other and search for that was now a lot freer Mm. did you how how did that affect you at the time uh I actually remember that. Um, I didn't know that the laws had changed until my mum told me. Right. And uh, she mentioned that um, the laws had changed and that um, if my birth mother wanted to, she could basically, you know, rock up to our doorstep. Mm. That's kind of how I thought the conversation went. Mm-hmm. When, and I don't know if it sparked something in me yeah. Um, because not long after that I applied um, for some forms. Right. And I hid them in my room and I never went through that because I, I didn't really want to um, go through with that yeah. uh, without behind my parents' back, yeah. so to speak. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, mm. I remember that time quite vividly as well. Uh, it was a very yeah. interesting time. Mm. So what, okay. what happened next? Um, okay, so I just kept um, living my life. I, yeah. I didn't really go anything past that. It, it, I, so I suppose my curious mind um, uh, had always wondered yep. about it, yep. but uh, not enough, obviously, to do something. I think I was just getting on with life and having a good time. Yeah. Um, uh, it wasn't until I was pregnant with my son yep. that it really um, came to the forefront and I, I wouldn't talk about it to anybody. Yeah. I just kind of kept it to myself and, um, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm even getting upset thinking about it. It was really upsetting that I couldn't believe. I think my... Um, Hormones had just worked over time and okay. I just, 
must have just started thinking about it a yeah. lot. Because I guess that when you were pregnant, you would have been picturing your birth mother in the same situation. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that that would have been, uh, I guess, uh, I, I, not that I'm ever been in that situation, but it would have been an interesting thought process to think what she might have been going through at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was, um, um, yeah, wondering how she was dealing with it, yeah. you know, to to still go through with um, an adoption. It would have been a really hard, I could imagine it would have been a really hard process for her. Yeah. And I think um, speaking to a lot of adopted people, the children mm. uh, experience is uh, very unique, but I think we, we might not necessarily uh, understand how the decisions get made, um, mm. which is a massive decision. I mean, that's something that you're fully aware of, whereas we mm. just um, we're the result of that decision. Mm. Yes, that's right. That's it, and um, I think then from from that time on, it just um, was a bit like a mm, scratching an itch mm-hmm. for sixteen years. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know about yourself. Like you mean you've 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 uh, mentioned you've got children, so yep. it probably felt a bit like um, something might have come to the forefront. Uh, you know, even not being pregnant yourself, but yeah. you know, but having kids and yeah, yeah, I think it just it just never kind of um uh, left me after that. It was really really strong. You know how they say that uh, women have a biological clock ticking. Yeah. Well, it felt like it felt like that, and it was felt like it was clanging. Right. <laughs> and I, you know, I never really had it with like you know the thought of uh, having children. Yeah. But but with my adoption it was like that's what it was like for me okay so what was the first step that you took then um so the first step that i took was i joined um a facebook page yep. like i can't remember what it's called my family australia or whatever it was mm-hmm. and then from there it led to an actual adoption page and i really just sat on the sidelines and um, read people's stories and yep. experiences and um, just kind of took all that in. Yep. So with that, that did that help you uh, with your with how you thought about on, and dealt with your own situation, reading other people's stories and learning about what they went through? Yeah, I think it, it um, yes, I think it did help. I think that it prepared, I don't, well, prepared me for um, all different scenarios. Yep. Um, because you just, don't, you just don't know what's behind the curtain. Yeah. It could be anything. And I think that's what holds you off sometimes for, for not doing it. It's because you just don't know what you're going to find. And I think that the urge for finding out became stronger than the, um, the fear yep. of it all. Yeah, because it's, um, it's a serious uh, fear, I, I reckon. Yeah. 
a lot of a lot of fear at the start. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, and then overcoming that and and, and but but on the, on the Facebook page, the adoption Facebook page, um, there was also some DNA. Uh, it was called Quest. Right. Um, through my heritage, anyway, they they put something out. Um, like, oh, if you're a, if you're adopted or trying to find your family, um, you can apply for a free DNA kit. Mm. And I thought, oh well, I'll just throw my hat in the ring and see how I go. So I I did that and I got accepted to have a DNA kit through right. my heritage. And uh, that's when I was able to get my DNA done, find out close matches. Uh, then by doing that, um, I've, there wasn't really a lot of close matches, mm -hmm. but enough matches for, the, for people to, um, like contact me right, and, and kind of say, uh, who, who are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> so who was um, the first person to contact you? Um, who was the first? They were like, uh, a first cousin once removed. Right. Um, of course, I I didn't know who I was or they were. Yeah. Uh, I actually I actually put um, my user profile name down as something different. Okay. I, I used an alias, so if um, because I didn't know what I was going to find. Yeah. And I thought, what if there is a um, a child on there um, that I could be related to, like a sibling mm -hmm. and they don't know or what if there's you know someone else on there and um but the birth parent is isn't and then they find out before you know i've reached out so that's why i went under an alias yeah. to try and protect the guilty yep, and to protect enough. the innocent yeah all of that yeah and um so so yes yeah, so, so when they see um see me they could tell it was an alias name because it was so you know i think i called myself chicken or something like that yeah right that um, so they could tell it was an alias name yeah. um so yeah i didn't want to be able to be contacted and then and then of course it just the um the curiosity was just eating me up because <laughs> i didn't have enough close matches to be able to um to answer any questions and and then after what after being on the um adoption facebook site um you know they strongly suggest to um you know not reach out to your dna matches unless you you really know that yeah. it is a birth parent so i yeah followed that advice too and then that's um so about a, a year after that um i applied for my um adoption information right okay and how was that process? Uh, well, I tell you, it was just before COVID. Oh. So it took about six or eight weeks for the um, form to come back to me. Yep. So it wasn't too bad. I think they've got bigger delays now. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I got my um, just the, uh, what was it called? The... Um, the first form. It's not, it wasn't a birth certificate. It was a... Um, um, oh, sorry, I've gone blank, but oh, it had it had um it had my birth mother's um name on there and the name that she had um picked for me on there too. And do you remember your 
original name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's um, Lorraine Fiona. Right. And it's funny because um, my uh, parents were going to use Fiona as a middle name too. Oh, right. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Nearly. Um, and do you ever think anything about the potential last name that you might have had? How you would have grown up with that? Because I guess oh. um, just thinking the same scenario for me, I found out my what my last name would have been and it was the oh, same yeah. last name as a famous Australian cricketer. And I'm like, oh, huh. that's interesting. Um, it would have been, not that it was completely famous, it's not like a DK Lily or anything like that, but, um, yeah, I just think it would have been interesting um, to have that name. Yeah, right. Um, oh, um, the surname is um, so unusual. Um, it well, hers. So it depends on what. So I mean, are you looking at your birth mother's surname? You're yeah. Looking that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, oh. um. So her surname's really unusual. It's uh, Ubel. Right. Um. So, no, I didn't think about much. I didn't think about, oh, my name would have been that. I, yeah, Lorraine Eubel. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I thought, thank God it's Nicole. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, well, there's a win. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, so what, what was the, what happened next? Um, so... I sat with it for about half an hour. Yep. And then I thought, oh, I have to pick my son up from school. So I went and did that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, you know, my, my mind, the cogs were going into overdrive and my mind was racing. And so as soon as I picked him up and got home, I just got straight onto the internet and Googled, Googled her. Right. And, um, I found out that um, she had passed away in <sighs> 2014. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Just missed out by, I don't know, I think it was um, four four years. Yeah, wow. Um, and uh, she was like a well-known genealogist. Oh, wow. And... and um, had started up her own web page and um, had had written books and um, you know kind of um, got a name for herself in that kind of um, genre and um, and it was funny she never she got married yeah um, she uh, never had any more children okay uh, and. She didn't take on her husband's um, surname uh, professionally. Right. She kept her um, she kept her maiden name, and I did wonder if she did that um, so I could find her. Wow. Um, yeah, because it's um, it's a bit ironic that you've used her expertise to find her, but it was too late. Yes. Yes. And yeah, absolutely, she, I know. Yeah, that's um, that's a bit of a um, yeah, 
It's a sad know, end, isn't it? Yeah. It's it was it was really um I was really sad to yeah. to um have missed out and then finding cuz I I became interested before this yeah. um I I was becoming interested in genealogy and I'd been um, doing my parents' family tree and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And I had actually joined a Facebook genealogy page that she wasn't um, a part of, but people um, that um, n- knew her were running the page. Right. Uh, without me knowing, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't until I thought, all right, I'm going to follow, I'm going to. Um, trace down my birth family and everything, and then I found out that she was a genealogist. So I thought, oh, that's yeah, where that comes from. Well, that yeah answers a lot of the whole nature versus nurture type questions as well, too. Or I should say, it yes. gathers a bit of evidence for the nature part, which is yes. um, pretty cool. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so unfortunate, but I, um, in, because I actually found her eulogy, that's how I, that's how I found, uh, her husband had, um, written her eulogy on her, um, genealogy page. Okay. And, uh, that's, um, uh, so, and by him doing that, that's how I found out that she had passed away. And by doing that too, that's how I found out that she had been married. Yes. Um, because, and she, and he had written all about her life. Oh, okay. And um, when my mum, you know, found out that she was getting me and she was allowed to ask some questions on um, my birth mum's um, background, like yep. non-identifying information, yep. and the information um, was identical to what he put in his eulogy. Wow! In her eulogy, so I thought that was um, amazing. That yeah. like that just clarified that I'd got the right person, yeah. even though it was an unusual surname. It was yep. like, oh, okay, yeah, I've definitely got the right person. Yeah. Um, and then, and then by him also um, putting that in there, it gave me his full name, um, and he also mentioned her sister. So it gave right. me a, a sister's name to try and track down. Okay. So I was able to track down um, him and make contact with him. Yep. Uh, and he knew, uh, like her husband, and he knew all about me and. Um, but he wasn't my birth, um, my birth father. Right. And um, and then I also tracked down um, her sister, and she knew nothing about me. Oh. Uh, Leslie, um, my birth mother, had uh, kept uh, her pregnancy um, to herself. Uh, apart, from, she she taught, like my birth father knew. Yeah. Um, but um, Leslie. Didn't tell anybody. I just, uh, I just find that fascinating. How did she get? That's yeah. How did she, how did she get around that? Like, I just can't believe it. Um, but she did. And she didn't and, move anywhere while she was pregnant, or? Well, I eventually found out um, all of that later on. But right. um, um, I, you know, no one, no one, like you know, her sister, who she was. Very close to didn't didn't know, yeah. And um, so 
Um, anyway, so I, I contact her at the the sister mm-hmm. uh, who is my um, aunt. Yep. And um, I, it was all via text message, um, and I tell her that um, oh, I'm trying, you know, I'm I'm doing some family history. I seem to have a, um, you know, a connection um, with uh, Leslie, and I'm just wondering if you're her sister. And, and she she was like. Um, Oh well, yeah. She thought she, first she didn't answer me. She thought I was um, just like I don't know, spamming her or fake or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, I'll try again, and I did it again. And she said, yeah, that's I am her sister, and she's passed away. And and then I said, oh well, um, I don't know if you know this, Bye. um, but uh, she had <laughs> she had a daughter, and um, yeah, she just. Couldn't believe it, but she did say, you know, um, uh, well, part of Leslie's last words were that um, she, you know, she kind of uh, woke up and said, my daughter, and then um, went in a coma and never got up again. Wow. And um, she said, and um, Leslie's husband uh, did mention, oh, well, yeah, um, there's like, you know, this... Uh, Leslie did have a daughter and um, she said, but I was so bereft with um, losing my sister. I just um, put it to the back of my mind and never really thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think then the, um, for her, the, that kind of light bulb went off and she was like, oh, I think, you know, what she's saying is true because this story sounds a bit familiar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just, uh, stayed in, uh, email and, and text and she told her other sister and, um, they were so lovely. Um, they sent off, um, uh, photos of, um, Leslie and photos of, um, their family and, um, wanted to meet me and just rolled with it. They were just so good. They just accepted that this is what it is and I I did send through my um adoption order that was the name of it um to like prove right that I had a certificate with Leslie's name on it yeah yeah and um um and um yeah so they sent through all these photos and stuff like that and I thought oh this is great um so I was getting to see who I kind of looked like and all that stuff, and um, and in the photo, I recognised someone. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, this, this guy looks so familiar." Anyway, so we um, we get to a day and we we're all going to meet, yep. and she uh, she Claire, name is she's so lovely. She said, "Come around to my place." So my mum and dad came, and my husband and my son, and we all went around there. Okay. And met. And then um, we uh, did the introductions and we sat down and they brought out all the photos again. Yep. And this photo popped up again. And I'm like, who's this photo? Who's this guy? And they say, oh, that's Paul. And I went, Paul, Paul Williams? And they go, yes. Okay, he's my uncle. (gasps) So um, just to explain that, um, Leslie's first cousin yeah and my um is 
related to my uncle. Um, so explain it a bit better. Uh, yeah. My dad's sister yeah. married this guy, Paul. Right. And Paul's cousin so happens to be my birth mum. Right. So um, Paul would be my first cousin once removed. And, uh, and okay, even better explained, my birth grandfather yeah. um, is and Paul's mother are twins. Right. I hope that, yeah. Yes. It's a bit. Anyway, we just couldn't believe it. And, um, and um, I said to them, oh, you wouldn't believe it. I've got this photo of me and Paul's mum when I was four. And no one else has a photo with, with Paul's parents yeah, or okay. Paul's mum. Yep. Uh, no one else in the family, just me and her back in the 70s. Yeah. Um, and, and who would have known that she was actually my birth grandfather's twin sister Wow! or she is my great aunt. Yeah. That is a small so, world. Yeah. So it's just been, I don't know. It just been fantastic to find that out. Yeah. That actually I had been in the room with my birth mother um, we've tried to figure it out, but at least once I've been in the same room with no her. No way. Yeah, without realising it. Wow. I knew the Central Coast was a small place, but that's taking <laughs> it to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, I was born in Sydney. I went all the way to Wagga. Yeah, um, Wagga Wagga. And, Sorry. Yep. And then, and then came... Back to Sydney, and I've done a bit more moving around in between that, and um, and then yeah, to find out that um, um, yeah, this family connection that was just so random. Wow, yeah, that's a blowout, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So how did uh, how did that go down with everybody? That would have been everyone standing around with their jaws open, going, "Wow, that's just crazy." Yes, yes, it really was. Like I, I just um, jumped up and because everyone's like, "What's going on?" And I just jumped up and I, I showed my dad the photo um, because it was his sister that married Paul. And yeah, and I'm going, "You recognise this face?" And he's going, "Yeah, that's Paul." And I'm going, "Well, Paul's um, my birth mother's cousin." So um, yeah, so yeah, we were all we were all dumbfounded and we just I think the whole day we're a bit like we just can't believe it yeah wow that's pretty cool mm -hmm. yeah yeah it is pretty cool yeah so what what happened next mm, not a lot um I eventually got my um medical information yep. and that had um my birth father's um name on it and his right. uh all his education. I mean, had all of my birth mother's education and uh, siblings and birth parent their their parents' names and their parents' occupations. So it had so much information. So I was able to um, uh, finally know who he was and yep. track. So I've tracked him down and um, we're in contact. So that's all good. Yep. Uh, but that's. Um, 
that's it for his side. Yep. And um, but apart from that, like w- uh, this new auntie, um, we keep in contact all the time. Yeah. And her family are just fabulous, and I'm getting to know them more and more as um, the time's going on. So. Uh, when I first find them, um, the end of um, 2019. Yep. Um, so that's all been great. And um, I think that's, you know, that's kind of my my story, my journey with that. Cool. So if you were to have a chat with somebody else who's in a similar scenario as you were, what advice have you got for them? Have you got any advice in general as well? Mm, um, I would say that if it's um, a nagging feeling that you want to get done, definitely do it um, because you would uh, hate for it to be too late yeah. and you miss out on that opportunity like um, myself of getting to know uh, my birth mum. So that would have been really nice because I think that even though I don't know her and I never met her, I, I am a lot like her. I yep. have um, my new birth auntie saying saying it a lot. Okay. That, oh, my God, you just you just pulled Leslie's face or that's something, you know, Leslie would say or, yeah. So, so I would say definitely go and do it and – uh, heed the advice. Join as many groups. Get as take in as much information as you can, and get and don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to um, ask for emotional help because I think um, it is an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And uh, just just have some good support because even though I've had to me, I've had a. Um, such a positive um, outcome. Mm-hmm. I really do feel like not only did I feel like I hit the jackpot with my parents, I, I mean, I really hit the jackpot with um, my birth um, parents as well. You know, like I've just had a really positive experience with the whole and extended family. That's yeah, such a cool. positive. Is. And then, you know, even with <laughs> the um, family that I already New meaning my um, uncle, who's really my first cousin once removed, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's got so much. He's got, oh, I've got so many stories that I can share with you. So I've always got a reference if I need to. But, yeah, sorry, I'm getting away from it. But, yeah, I'll just as try and get as much um, support that as, as you can uh, use your support systems and listen to – join a Facebook page because I just think um, – uh, Di, mm-hmm. she's Dying just, yep. yeah, she's just got, um, listen to her advice. If you do your DNA, don't reach out to people, try and understand it, follow her tutorials. Yep. Um, and just, and, and just, um, and use, use the, um, Facebook page for what it's for. It is for support. It is for help. And yeah. That's what I would say, and because um, you, you just don't know what you can, what you're going to find out, and sometimes those poor people that they, they haven't had a great experience, mm. so you've got to rely on someone else to help you and make you realise that it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's their decisions that were made all the way back then. Absolutely, that's great advice. Mm. 
Mm. Well, thanks very much for coming on the show, Nicole. Oh, yeah, thanks so much, Mick. It's and been great to um, talk to you. and Thank you. Happy to know you. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, thanks for coming on and telling your story. Yeah, thanks so much, and I look forward to listening to all the other stories. Yes, absolutely. There's a few there now. Yes. I've banked some up so I'm, you know, so I can do a marathon. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> that was Nicole Cope with her adoption story. And it's always good to uh, have a nice positive story on the Adoption Chronicles. And as always, if you want to come on and tell your story or uh, even just listening and telling other people about the show uh, it all helps and I think uh, we can all do with some help every now and again which is fantastic and and it's shown that the show is um, starting to grow some legs and and get out there so as always until next time bye for now Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 